Good morning, Lisa Novak. The James Bond of buyers. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? How are you? <laughs> yeah, we've got a good... Yeah, good. Good, good. We've got a good one this morning. We are going to teach everyone about the um, secret herbs and spices to buying a property. Mm, and now we yes, we get we we get asked a lot, right? We we get asked a lot about um, you know, why why is it I keep missing out on property all the time? So what we're going to do is we're going to teach you guys the tricks as to how yep. you can have the draw card. Yes, less stock on the market also now is a little bit more important to be a weapon of a buyer and understand yep. the tips, tricks, hacks of what you need to do um, to have the edge. Hey. Definitely. Um, I'm dealing with a lot of these uh, red hot buyers often, Mark, because yep. they're coming through on my social media portals. And I now know that the demographic of buyers that sit there on my social media portals are the ones that keep missing out on property. So these guys know what they need to do now in order to buy property and, and buy it fast. And so often that's why you'll see me post a property on social and then, you know, sometimes even within hours it's sold because these buyers yep. are ready to go. They've been burnt so many times. So let's learn from their mistakes, guys. Mark, as you mentioned, there's not a lot of stock on the market and there's a lot of buyers. I had 31 buyers lining up out the front of one of my open homes on Saturday. Um, no. that's, that, that's, that's got all the indications, right, of a red-hot market. So here we go. Yep. Mark, what's your, what, what do you reckon? What, what, are some of your, what are some of your tips? A good lawyer. Yeah, a good lawyer because um, a lot of the, a lot of that a lot of the work that's getting done is contractual. That can lose time, so you can lose on a strata search. Um, a lawyer is the one that sort of amalgamates all of the work that has to be done, groups it up, gets it in an order that that is achievable quickly, rather than just waiting for everyone. They actually get it all together and make it happen straight away. So they'll is finance organised, is strata plan organised, is yeah. um, have you signed your contract, have you paid your deposit. They understand, a good lawyer understands that there's a commercial risk to losing the property. It's not just a legal risk that they're assessing for you. They're trying to really get it for you as well. I agree. And guess what? You know, when when's, what's our biggest open home day? Saturday. Okay, so how many lawyers do you know that actually work on a Saturday? So here's the thing, right? A lot of buyers, particularly if you're going to be going unconditional with no call yep. off period, you can't wait till Monday. You not, not that you can't, but it's not a smart move to wait till Monday. You'll have the upper hand if you have access to a great lawyer on a Saturday that can review your contract, review strata um, reports, etc. Right, the value yep. of that's phenomenal. Um, I know we actually do work with a lawyer who will review stuff on a Saturday, and that's critical. Yeah, because critical. Um, another another one which will back up the lawyer as well is actually exchanging under contract. So rather than doing it as an unconditional exchange, um, when you if your lawyer is available as a purchaser on a Saturday and you're going into a cooling off, which is what you'll generally do most of the time, you've got five business days to check, 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 check everything. But you want to jump on that Saturday. And, yeah, that lawyer on a Saturday is a monster one. I love it.
It is. Yep, without a doubt. That is that's that, that's gonna give you the upper hand. You know, the the big mistake that I see buyers make is they do all their due diligence first. So yep. by that I mean they've walked in, they've seen a property, they've said, Lisa, I love this, what do I do next? And yep. I'm always saying to the guys, the big mistake I see buyers make is you go off, you do all your due diligence, you get your contracts reviewed, your strata report, etc., and then you haven't made an offer yet. So yep. the, the best thing to do is make an offer, make an offer. It does not commit you. People don't realise yep. that. Yep. They don't realise that they can um, put in an offer. And, and there's a lot of toing and froing, right? When you do put in an offer, often there is a bit of toing and froing there. Hey, I've got a good one as well. Um, play dumb. Play dumb. When I was, um, no, no one likes a smarty pants buyer. I had a client that travelled through America. Um, great client. Uh, I, I think he, uh, he was a stockbroker at the time. Like he was yeah. super, super yeah. successful. He, he took a, a RV through America and he was there for a year. And I said, dude, what did you learn? He said, playing dumb gets you a long way. And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, when I was first traveling around, I was like the cool dude, well-dressed, uh, knew everything, you know, and he found whenever he needed help for directions or just help, he said people yeah. didn't really help him. But he said suddenly when he was putty in people's hands, asking for help, uh, a little bit vulnerable, he learned his way around America a lot quicker. So I think as a yeah. buyer when you're at the open house don't be the buyer that's like i know i know yes i know i know and i already know that i already know this and the loud mouth be that one that's like hey mr real estate agent i really like this can you help me first i'd you know first time i've done it live in the area just be straight up and you'll be shocked how far that'll get you what do i do now mr real estate agent you're still going to check everything in the background ever anyway but when you wear your badge on your shoulder people reach out and give extend that olive branch out so tip to people yeah. trying to secure properties and be the 007 believe it or not but the, to be the 007 buyer you've got to be that sort of a little bit of a i need help goofball um for the agent to extend a hand out i agree with that. Like that and trust in the agent as well i mean obviously as agents we are acting for the vendor but i can tell you now as an agent and i know there's many many great agents out there um but i will without a doubt hold the hand of the buyer because we want to enable the sale, but we do want to help people. That's our job. And, yes. um, you know, put put trust in the agent that they are going to do everything in their capacity to help you. I will always go in batting for my buyers, especially if they've assisted me by, you know, starting off with a great offer or yes. um, doing a lot of doing a lot of their due diligence up front um, and, and believing what I tell them is correct. So I'll yep. always say to a buyer guys just trust the process work with me here and you know let's see if we can get that great result for you so trust the agent you know i think that's um that's a big critical Even thing buyers are always skeptical <laughs> yeah that's you it you know yes, yeah that's right that's unfortunately they're that's holding right. the card they are the dealer at the casino so unfortunately just you know bite your tongue a little bit and just get the property yeah uh, you know the other one yep 
Yeah, other 007. So, okay, I, I want to give an example here. Um, I had a property that launched out to my social media as a pre-market about a month ago. It was a freshwater house. Um, yep. It was an old property that hadn't been on the market oh, in over yeah, 50 yeah. years. Yeah. Yes. Now, I had about 50-odd people come through the first open home um, that was pre-market. The person that purchased the property was definitely the one that put down a great offer but he moved, he moved very quickly. So yeah. on the, let me give you an example. On the Monday morning, this, this purchaser waltzed in with a signed contract, with a 10% deposit check, with yeah. a great offer. And so no we got that off. over the line. No, no calling off. off. No, no, That's this one went boring. unconditional. Yeah, well, obviously he'd done his due diligence over the weekend, had a great lawyer, what we've just mentioned, yep. had yep. everything reviewed and was ready to go unconditional, no call-off period. So he really yep. trumped every other um, buyer. The vendor was extremely happy. It gave her the security that she needed. All right, that's a, that's a big so thing that's as well. So That's like yeah, a that, real that, double that's seven. move what happened what happened there mark i just missed you i just lost you there it is yes it is it's a 007 move without a doubt so look the person that Loaded is able yeah. absolutely yeah the person that is able to trump all other buyers by going unconditional coming in with your contract signed putting down your 10 percent yeah. deposit check you know when we put that in front of a vendor mark you know it's yeah. um it's extremely appealing it's extremely yeah, it's appealing. What other tips? So we got lawyer, we got play dumb, we got loaded gun, just going hard on it as soon as you can, sign contract, check and when things like that. What other tips would you say yeah. would makes that buyer a cracker and gets that property? So we forgot you, you always hear people complaining about, hey, I just missed another property, I just missed another one. How's this happening to me? These are the tips we're sharing this morning and what people have got in common that grasp that property. Okay. So I've got two more things. One is the F word, finance. Uh, oh, <laughs> yes. Finance. Yes. <laughs> finance, right? Now, here's the thing. A lot, a lot, a lot of buyers are walking around going, yeah, yeah, I'm ready. And I go, oh, great, you've got all your finances approved. You're all pre-approved and ready to go. No, no, we've just started the process. Guys, make no mistake, financing is hard at the moment. Yeah. It is taking time. It doesn't matter yep. who you are and who you is, it's taking a long time. Make sure you are walking around with pre-approval because if you're not, you are about four weeks away from effectively being able to make an offer on anything. Yeah. So you can get, just to be clear for people that are buying, you can get a pre-approval that lasts for 90 days if you have not found a property. So the pre-approval will be subject to you finding a property. They pre-approve all your documentation, you you or your partner, you or whoever you're buying with, give you a thumbs up. They'll actually give it to you in writing. So a, a pre-approval is in writing. So don't just take a broker going, yeah, mate, she'll be right. 
in writing, then what happens is all you do is you get a bank valuation. So a bank valuation will take two or three days and you're done. You are That's called unconditionally approved after they've done the valuations. Yeah. There's no conditions to your approval. You're ready to fight. And it seems to be that going through a great broker is um, a lot more of a, it's a, yeah. it's a speedier and yes. more seamless process rather than going direct to the bank. All right. Now, That's you guys gonna, have got to go with whoever you feel comfortable with. But from what we see, right, it's the, it's the broker that seems to be getting getting things done a lot faster, a great broker. Um, Mark, Anyone's got any the questions? Last one, throw them at us if anyone's got any questions that's watching. We're happy to answer them live. What's the last one, Lise? Is speed. Speed. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Now, often the person that will move the fastest, and again, this is often um, where I do a lot of my pre-markets because yep. these buyers are moving faster than the others. So yep. again, just going back to what I said before, the buyer that doesn't put in the offer first and does all their due diligence and then comes back to us in a week and says, all right, I'm ready now to put an offer in. It's like, okay, guys, it sold five days ago. Yep. Move quickly, guys. Don't, don't okay. kid yourself. Do not listen to what the media is saying about property. You know, we're yep. validating and verifying the fact that the market is moving and it's moving fast. Um, yep. Buyer numbers are huge. So you need to be moving fast on your feet with offers and your due diligence. And you know what? Um, moving fast is for free. It's for free. And you can actually pull up stumps until you've put ink on the paper. So don't feel like it's all going too fast because you can still pull the pin at the end. Um, just go hard. You know, it's much more heartbreaking not to actually get the property because you haven't yeah. been speedy than to be speedy and then pull out at the end. Um, you know, at least, at least you've had that probability of securing much higher. Yep, I agree. So I think just from the top, guys, you can put in an offer and that does not commit you to buying a property. That's the number one thing that you should be doing if you love a if you love a property, put an offer in and then move quickly with getting your due diligence done. You can secure the property once an offer has been accepted. A lot of people don't realise this, Mark. Once an offer has been accepted by a vendor, you can secure that property on a zero point two five percent deposit. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big a one. Zero point two five percent deposit, yeah. a quarter of a yeah. percent, and then okay, so we sign a five hundred thousand dollar property. A point two five percent is about, I think, ah, uh, two and a half grand. Yep, you can put that no, onto your credit card. Dollars, yes, twelve fifty dollars. How much? Yeah, twelve hundred fifty. Yep. Five hundred k. Correct. So yep. vendor signs the contract, purchaser signs the contract. We exchange on what's called a five-day call-off. And it locks Boom. the vendor and the property into you, but you yep. are not locked into them. You can rescind. If yep. there's something that you've seen that you don't like, um, perhaps in a strata report or you've got cold feet or whatever it may be, you can Before. rescind. Yep. Once we've exchanged under contract, but you will forfeit that quarter of a percent deposit. Okay. A lot now, of buyers don't realise that. All right. Before we sign out, Karina's got a question. 
Um, it's love to hear a discussion on real estate agents issuing guides that are consistently a lot lower than the sale price. I understand that they sometimes don't exactly know, uh, but they do have Monday calls. They can check on people's thoughts and they don't adjust the guide. What do you think about that, Lise? Um, naughty. So I, I hear this a lot. You know, often I'll have buyers coming through saying, oh, you know, but you're guiding $7.95. What's it really going to go for? No, no, that is that is a real, a realistic guide. I always use the word realistic because guess what, Mark? It yeah, just tees people me. off. <laughs> I'm going to uh -huh. do a Tom Panos. I'm going to get all worked up. No, it really pees people off and it really annoys me as well because it heart. wastes everyone's time and it breaks yeah. hearts and it's not fair. So, yeah. you know, the, you're quite right, Karina. You know, sometimes these price guides are not accurate, um, yeah. you know, and then often sometimes we'll see agents well, wave the flag of the fact that, you know, a property sold, uh, you know, $300,000 above the guide or above reserve. No, you were probably guiding too low in the first place. And what Karina's talking about there is baiting. That's baiting. So if you are baiting people within with a with a price that an owner will not accept, uh, in, in in any industry and in anyone's world, that's wrong because it's like a supermarket saying that they are selling toilet paper for ten percent of the regular price, and you walk in and they say, "Sorry, we had ten and we've sold them all." That's baiting and that's wrong. So uh, if you do see that with agents, you can go to Department of Fair Trading and report them. The fines are massive. Um, the agent must um, adjust that guide if they genuinely feel the market is above that guide. That would be offers that are coming in. So once you've had one, two or three offers, not necessarily one, but then your guide should be within 10% of the likely selling price. So the guide on the, the guide you know, on those Monday callbacks um, that Corinne is talking about, you should be, uh, if you're generating offers and you're guiding 10% below those offers and you've got a couple of offers, you're starting to get into hot water, Mr. Real Estate Agent. And as a buyer, you can report this to Fair Trading. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully that's helped. Um, yep. 007, love it. Thanks, Tate. Hope you're well, legend. All right, I think that's a wrap, Mark. That's a wrap. Thank you, Lisa Novak. Thank you, Mark Novak. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Thank guys. you for the feedback. Thank you, Tate, for the comment. And um, everyone, everyone's happy. Everyone's a winner. Chicken dinner. Have a great day, guys. See you, everyone. Love you. See ya. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye.